0: Welcome to American Snippets, your source for inspirational, motivational, and selfless stories and interviews from exceptional people
1: across the nation. And now, here's your host Barb Allen and Dave Brown. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the American Snippets podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Dave Brown, real estate investor, lifestyle entrepreneur, and the co-host here, along with my partner, Gold Star Wife, author, and speaker, Barbara Allen. Now, if you're a first-time listener, just want to let you know you know what our podcast is and what we do here. It's our goal each week to feature stories that will not only inspire you, but propel you into action in your own life. And our mission is, is simple. Well, maybe not so simple, but straightforward. It's to create a meaningful platform that encourages national pride, promotes the American dream, supports those who honorably serve, and spotlights all the extraordinary things everyday Americans, just like you, are doing to make this country a better place. Our guests are exceptional Americans who are giving back both in business and in everyday life. And their stories are compelling examples of positivity, possibility, and patriotism that can help you get one step closer to living your own American dream. Now, a perfect example of this is our guest today. His name is Chuck Ray. And Chuck was just 17 years old when he signed his life over to the Marine Corps. It became his way of life, his family, his identity, until an IED that could have ended his life ended his career instead. Now, like so many other veterans tossed back into civilian life, Chuck was faced with a new enemy, uncertainty. His path from the Marine Corps to the top ranks to one of this country's hottest new companies is packed with lessons for anyone faced with obstacles in their own lives. His message to Gold Star families and all who served is one of reassurance and faith in the mission that so many have sacrificed for. Now, without further ado, here is Barbara Allen with Grunt Style's Chuck Wright.
2: Hi there. Welcome back to American Snippets. I am your co-founder, Barb Allen. We are here today with Chuck Ray. He is a nine-year Marine Corps infantryman veteran. Yes. Highly yep. decorated. He has um, found his way back into the civilian world, successfully made that transition, and is now locked in with one of our newly favorite companies, Grunt Style. We are so happy to have you here today, Chuck. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us and do this interview. I know that you are Locked down, busy, you just told me a little bit ago, all the stuff you were doing, you can share that again with with our audience. Maybe some of them will understand it because I don't, but it sounds pretty cool. So you. thank you for being here today.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
2: So um we obviously stumbled across Grunt Style a while ago, as I imagine is happening across the country and across the world, even you guys are seeping into you are becoming sort of a household name for a lot of people, even all the way out here in New York, which is maybe a little slower to um, kind of acknowledge that subset of the, the culture and the community that you all cater to. Um, e- even the New Yorkers who are sort of resistant to that are, are aware of the name now. So it's pretty cool. Right. That's,
0: um, that's the, that's the goal.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're all doing it. And that's largely you because you're the, you're the social media and marketing manager.
0: Um, it's, it's definitely not just me. Uh, it, everything here is a team effort. There's no, uh, one, one singular hero to, uh, our operation, especially with marketing. Uh, we operate on a lot of different fronts. It's, uh, we, that's one thing that we, we always, uh, try to hold ourselves to is that, that there, there's not just one person that is, uh, driving the force. It's always a team effort. Um, especially with marketing, it's not just, uh, there is the marketing piece, but, um, you're, you're talking about a full cycle of operations, whether that be production, the customer service piece. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it that. Um, it's just like in the military where you have a, a a war machine essentially where um not one person can do their job without a supporting element so um to maintain that environment uh you can't you can sell all the things that that you want, but if you can't deliver uh you have no ground to stand on so it's definitely a a supporting piece um and whether it be within marketing or just the company as a whole uh it's definitely a team effort
2: across the board so and Every single one that we speak to from grunt style says the same thing which is really cool you're all very um very in sync with that message and with that core yeah, we try to, we try to be. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So all well, you're doing a good job. Um so can we talk a little bit about your service in the military? You are um you're a recipient of among other things the Purple Heart which is mm. something very integral in my life so I'm always curious to hear are you comfortable sharing with us the the circumstances that uh, resulted in you receiving that?
0: Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm pretty open to all things like that. So uh, I was in the Marine Corps inventory for a total of nine years. Um, I did three combat deployments: one to Al Anbar, Iraq, uh, and then two to Afghanistan, to Helmand Province. Um, the the one that essentially caught me on the chin and uh, it ended up ending uh, my military service. Was in 2010, um, we were uh, conducting a raid in uh, Helmand Province, right outside the Guresh District. Um, moving in uh, under, you know, early, the, the zero dark 30 situation, moving in uh, at night to get into position to conduct the raid. Um, one of our vehicles got uh, stuck in some uh, soft sand, um, and we went in to pull them out um, and resulted in pulling them into an IED, which then hit uh, both the so, um, with that, uh, they, I lost consciousness. Uh, resulted in traumatic brain injury. Um, I was CASI uh, back to Camp Leatherneck, um, and then, you know, obviously after that deployment, uh, began my my med board, and again, ine- inevitably, my uh, my my early medical retirement.
2: Um, well, early. I mean, nine years is a long time. I know that. I know that's <laughs> earlier than you planned, but you know, nine years of that and three deployments, uh, maybe, you know, it's not as early as as it could have been. You
0: know, I, w- I wasn't. I wasn't done yet. But yeah, yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know. I hear you. And that is a a, popu- a common um, message that I get when I speak to combat veterans, like all of you. And this is something that's so extraordinary. One of the things that's extraordinary to me. So many of you, no matter what you go through and no matter the, the cost, I, I've had so many people look me in the eye and say, I would do it all again. Um, even so, because you believe in it so much. Oh yeah, absolutely. And one reason I, I want to get into that a little bit, uh, is because we are in the month of Memorial Day and for, um, I'm a gold star wife. I lost my husband in Iraq in 2005 and I'm deeply embedded in that community. And one of the things that I found to be, um, one of it, it was years later. I don't know, it's my own process I had to go through or whatever. But maybe other people had told me this message before, but I, it didn't impact with me until I heard somebody else get up and say it when they were giving a, a talk a while ago, and it resonated with me. the The accomplishments and everything that you all did while you were on your deployments, like why you went there, because we only get our news from the media, right? So it's easy for us right. to back and say. Oh my God, what the hell did my husband die for? Like, why, do, like, why are we even there if there's no point? So when we get to speak to people like you who've been there and still believe in being there so much that you would go back if you could, that resonates absolutely. with us and sort of validates. You. Does that make sense? It sort of gives, absolutely gives purpose to our loss. So, um, if I take you down that road, that's why that, that's why I want to do that. So maybe we can get that message across a little bit and just offer that out. To our gold star families to this month. Um, so just sort of remind us all that there's a purpose behind it, you know, and it wasn't all for nothing, right? Absolutely. So can you tell us what you think? What is it that would bring you back? What is it that you feel was so important? What that we are accomplishing over on those deployments that you are accomplishing on the planes but the country <laughs> as a whole.
0: Well, I mean, first of all, that's something that I think every service member, whether they're a veteran or you know you're still active duty, I think that's something we we also, um, at least me personally, I don't want to speak for everyone, but that's one thing that we've dealt with too. Is you 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 do have those seconds of of, of doubt sometimes, uh, especially with you know all the close friends that I've lost um, in in country. Um, it, it's one of those things where things develop and you hear you hear stories come out of places that when you were there they were quiet and you know now they're you know essentially right back to square one and it's it's disheartening and then um you know it, it starts to make you make 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 you think a little bit and um it's, it's, that can be a struggle but uh, for me personally uh, I think there it's kind of a, a my question would be a little bit compounded uh for one first and foremost I mean you're talking about people who um are not in alignment with Anything that we do, uh, the people that we're fighting, not not the, not the, the local nationals per se. But um, so in my mind's eye, uh, it's always better to take the fight to them uh, than to, to sit back and expect and wait for something else to happen to us. Um, that's the way I look at it. Now that there's an end goal, but at the end of the day, I would rather do that than uh, people here in America have to continuously deal with... Um, uh, Terrorist attacks, things of that nature, that you're you're seeing over on that side of the world, even not just in Afghanistan, Iraq, but you know uh, there's certain countries that are they kind of have their guard down, and you're seeing that happen more to them. I don't ever want us to end up in that situation. Um, is the world perfect? No, uh, it's it's not a peaceful world. There's gonna you're gonna have you know people who are out there that want to push an agenda or cause harm to people that aren't in alignment with their beliefs. Um, that's inevitable, but at the same time, you can minimize the effect here on our on our turf um by taking it to them. Uh the other side, and I noticed this a lot in my deployment to Iraq, which was in two thousand six to two thousand seven, um, was there are people there that do appreciate what we're doing. Um, there's multiple times where we would be on patrol, um, you know, whether they be census patrols, something like that, something non kinetic, um that or, that you're talking about three block war. So, what is non kinetic can turn kinetic very quickly. But you know, you're talking with some of these families, and, and you know, they're talking about losing loved ones and you know, the initial push, um, things like that. But yeah, they still support what we're doing because they see the big picture. Um, uh, that's one of the things that if someone can even through their loss still support what we're doing, I mean, to me that that hit home a lot for me. And not everybody supports us there, but. Um, that was the that was the big thing for me is uh, you know changing doing what 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 they can't do for themselves uh, whether that not just be just our presence but even in training their local police and uh, army I mean that was that's essentially the end goal is to train them to be able to fight for themselves and you know it, we haven't we haven't brought that there yet but a lot of people don't see that big picture piece of what we're trying to accomplish there not um, so just eradicating them but letting them. Get to the point where they can handle uh, their their own issues, and um, maybe with us in support as far as a as a mentorship team or something like that. But uh, that's what we're trying to get, and and some people do do appreciate it over there. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, for me, first and foremost, it's it's again taking taking the fight to where it's 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 not on you know here with you know our our families and and civilian populace. I'd rather take it over there, but. Again, that's my personal too.
2: No, well, that's what, that's why I asked. That's why we're having the conversation. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that. And, um, I, I know that hearing that, just reinforcing that message does add, mm-hmm. add some sort of, you know, peace level to the Gold Star families and not a lot of families, right? But my community happens to be the right. they are. So, right, right. So I appreciate that. And I try to take the opportunity when I can to get that message out because I know what it did for me. That, that message, when I first heard it, I think it was at a talk to General Portray Escape and he mm-hmm. kind of validated everything that he did. And so when that message kind of finally found its way through all these walls and stuff I had put up, it, it like just sparked something in me. So it made a difference. So I appreciate you taking the time to share that with us because we're, we'll send that out, you know, and that I'm hoping that other Gold Star families will hear it and it may, you know, you may be part of that. Wave that crashes into them that sort of gives them that same. Oh, of
0: course, and I mean that's one of those things is like all of us that you know we're not. I always explain to people this isn't this is this is a completely voluntary service we're in right now. No one was drafted or anything like that. Um, you know, especially us that you know have joined after nine eleven and things like that when these kind of conflicts have kicked off. You knew what you're getting yourself into, and you didn't have to be you know Marine Corps inventory or Navy SEAL to 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 know that. There's inherent danger in what you're doing, but at the end of the day, the common mindset is giving yourself up for something bigger than yourself, whatever that is. I mean, whether it's preventing terrorist attacks, you know, training training the local uh, authorities in those countries to be able to handle themselves, whether it's bringing you know, uh, building schools and things like that, providing security for contractors to come and do that. That's one thing. Like in Afghanistan, that was big for me because. When you're talking about Helmand Province, the majority of the population there can't read, um, and there are no schools. There's not even, you know, electricity in in, in most of those areas. So uh, you're bringing uh, a, you're, you're bringing a, a better life for those people. Um, is without education, I think that's what a lot of this stuff lies on. Um, is a lack of education, and it's ever so prominent in uh, in in like like I said, like Helmand Province, where. It, you, it, they 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 go to the mosque, they pray, but other than that, there's no education. So if someone's telling you something or that the Quran says this or that, how do they know? They they don't. It, you're you're completely influenced by by someone else, and you can't be a free thinker. So that's those are things that I got to witness myself and kind of put it all together that you this even those places stuck in the stone age we were talking to people in 2008 that still thought we were the russians from the 80s oh my God. which was completely taking you know like i said it's it's like another world but yeah. there are things that were being in, put into place that uh you know you are giving them a better life whether they know it or not um it, it they really are through education um supplies things like that so
2: awesome so when you got home then and you were making that transition from combat service back into the civilian world and you were dealing with the the results of the TBI that was still recent. Are are there any particular challenges that you faced or moments that strike you that impacted you that turned your life one way or another?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it obviously wasn't easy. I mean, you know, I've been out since uh, 2012 is when I was retired. I'm, I'm still dealing it with, you know, to this day, is to, to figure out. Um, uh, mainly because I, I, you know, I joined when I was 17, so I didn't even have a fully developed I brain at that job. time. At <laughs> yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't even walk in my high school class. I went to boot camp early. I, I graduated
2: early. What drove you to there. do that at 17? I have four kids, right? They're 19, 18, almost 17 and 14. So, and they're boys. And so you just freaked me out, right? Here. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> to, 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 just to give you a little bit of insight, my dad had to sign off. So you still control that with your kids. But, um, but for me, uh like I like I said, you know, I remember nine eleven um and all those things and I, I, I held on to that. Um and and uh for me, I, I really wasn't doing anything else. I mean I was the typical, you know, I, I had no drive in high school, I had no work ethic, um, I didn't really know what I was gonna do. Um, I mean, luckily I come from a family that, you know, I probably could have done done just about anything I wanted to. They would've supported it, whether it be college or you know some type of vocational job but for me i had just kind of given up on that and i need to i needed to sincerely jettison that adolescence and, and and move on myself whether that be paying for my own cell phone bill and you know all, all these things is, is essentially what i wanted to get to um so to me like i didn't i didn't want to wait you know I was i was very impatient and uh be completely honest. I didn't want the fight to be over by the time I got there. So, the sooner I get there, the better. That's literally the mindset I had. Um, but uh, for me, that that was one thing. And then, like I said, transitioning out. I mean, like I deal with it, uh, you know, on a daily basis. Of so, so, with that you know, going in when you're 17. Now I'm out. I'm you know 26 at the time. Uh, I don't know who I am to, yeah. be, to be completely honest. This entire my entire life and 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 adulthood for me has been you know, just combat deployments and if you're not on a combat deployment, you're training for one. So now you have to revert to a, a whole new thing and, and just going through life daily things, it's it's difficult because not in the sense of um like actually being like actually hard, but it's like it's a conflict in the sense of I don't even know I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want to do for a career. Yeah. I don't really even know what I'm good at. Um one thing that I I, I I found though is the, the the military does teach you a lot of things that you know, resumes and things like that. Uh, the typical, oh, I was in Marine Corps inventory. There's nothing for me in the civilian world. I just don't see that as true at all. For me, a lot of it's there's traits that you build, uh, while you're in the military that aren't teachable in, in the civilian sector in any capacity, especially these things like work ethic, things like that, staying late, doing, you know, attention to detail, all these things that are completely, Invaluable to 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 companies because, like I said, it can't be it can't really be taught. You know, I can teach you how to build you know retargeting ads and email campaigns and how to screen print a shirt, but at the end of the day, if you don't have that work ethic, I mean, that's that's what's going to propel you forward, and that's one thing yeah. that uh, helped me out a lot. But for me, that was the biggest thing is just figuring figuring things out. Uh, for example, retail um, in 2012, if you had told me you know what you're going to get out you're going to find your niche in marketing and retail you know customer service you're going to be really really good at i would have been like i don't know what drugs you're on but <laughs> you know you, you need help yeah um and sure enough you know um that's that's where i'm at and a lot of it is uh for me was not blocking anything out not saying no to anything and literally just trying anything you possibly can um i've done everything from Working in a casket warehouse. I got involved in veteran nonprofits. Uh, I was a VSO, uh, for Veterans Assistance Commission for a little while. And you know, like the VSO position, I thought that was the shoe in. I thought that was going to be, you know, what, what did it for me. And realistically, that was one of the most hated jobs I, I, I probably had. I did that. Um, I just did that honest. for three
2: years. I, mm-hmm. you were helping exactly. veterans file claims, VA claims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yep. Absolutely. I, I just spent three years in those tracks. but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: So, 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 you, so you probably know a little I bit do. of what I'm talking. I, about
2: I, I know but, a lot um, of what you're talking yeah.
0: about. It was, uh it wasn't just claims, but then also like financial aid, things like that. And I thought, like, you know, okay, this is I'm going to be a difference maker. I'm going to help my brothers and sisters out. And at the end of the day, it was just like this is really frustrating because your your heart's in it for all the right reasons, yes. and you have this like idea of like what it's gonna be like. But then you get in there and there's all these underlying issues that you didn't you couldn't have foreseen before. Right. And they're they just they take all the fun out of it. Uh nursing was like that for me too. I, I was in nursing school before I got out while I was waiting for my med board. Um I was attending school. I got my CNA because I'm thinking again, you know, okay I'm I'm gonna start I'm gonna serve just in a different way. And I, you know, was in getting my my CNA certificate And now it was completely regressive in the sense of, okay, here I am in Marine Corps infantry. Um, you know, at three highly connected deployments. I'm used to working on double amputees, sucking chest wounds and like giving nasal pharyngeals and things with combat lifesaver. Here I am now a CNA and I can't even put a band aid on a skin tear due to liability issues. So and, and not to, not not to mention uh, all the the bureaucracy and things that are underlying that. Like really, you just want to take care of people. Yeah, that's that's. And you have the, the way skill you're set. Being.
2: Probably you're probably oh, more absolutely. qualified to do that of, than people who of, hold that piece of, of paper.
0: Of, of course, yeah. of course. But like, and now and now I'm trying this, and like I'm thinking this is this is it. Why would I want to be doing anything else? Yeah. And I was completely miserable. You know, so it's really strange how. You know you can tune things out and and just assume what you're gonna like and not like which what, what you're gonna be good at and not be good at and realistically at least for me every single one of those situations has been completely turned on its head yeah. positive or negative so that's uh that's that's been for me is just plugging away trying new things learning new skills and just kind of again like whether you went in when you were seventeen or you went in when you were twenty-seven, I think at the end of the day, any time after military service, you kind of have to, you know, take a minute and, and reset and, and truly figure out who, who you are at this point and, and, and moving forward. So, um, definitely been a struggle. I mean, you eat crow a lot, and you know, you it's very very humbling. Um, but at the end of the day, what I tell everybody else it's it's definitely not the hardest thing we've been through but if you went to any type of you know recruit training or boot camp none of this is 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 comparable so that's one thing is like the driving force behind it is that none of this is as hard as as anything else that i've been through so we'll we'll be able to deal with it it's just a matter of uh you know
2: navigating so yeah and that is i'm glad you said that that's the message when we do our events we try to get you know share with the Gold Star families too, when we're teaching them entrepreneurship or not, you can't teach entrepreneurship, right? But introducing avenues and vehicles for entrepreneurship and resources. Absolutely. Uh, Mm -hmm. And some of them, you know, if they say, well, I'm nervous, like, what if, what if, and I look at them, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you've had a worse week than any worse failure you could have. Absolutely. At, you know, and a business venture or whatever. And they're like, Absolutely. Oh <laughs> you know, yeah. It's when you learn how yeah. to put that in perspective and realize mm-hmm. that just because you didn't choose it or create a situation, you survived a situation, came out on top of it. And you take those skills that that gives you and that confidence and that awareness that that gives you. You can apply that into any avenue and just go for it. And when you fail and you hit those roadblocks, you just see it as another day. Like, well, you know,
0: I I completely agree. Yeah, and that's why I tell. I mean, that's something I learned in the Marine Corps too. Is you can what if a situation till you're blue in the face. Any situation, you can you can you can what if it all day long. Um, But for me, probably the the biggest uh, insight or breakthrough that I had was you know whether it be through you know. The VA and, and, and counseling and things like that was developing a, like a third-person perspective of myself and the situations that I'm in. Um, by doing that, I was able to make smarter decisions, more educated decisions, and it, it made the decision process a lot easier than being hyper-focused and, uh, and essentially having the blinders on on, you know, I'm, I'm targeting like all these things that can go wrong and why this job isn't going to be a good fit, and why I'm not going to like doing this. Um, instead of developing this, you know, okay, well, I have this skill set. I can, I can, I can trade that. And that's, and that's really what I've done. I, 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 other than, you know, a little bit of college, I don't have a degree uh, of, of of any kind. So for me, it's been 100% just hard work. You get your, you get your foot in the door with an entry level job. Um, and then from there, you let, you let your work ethic speak for itself. You let your, your, uh, your intelligence speak, speak for itself as far as things that you can learn. Um, and with that, you're, you're inevitably going to grow. Maybe not at the, at the, at the pace that you'd like. Um, but now you're applying all these things again, like I talked about earlier that you, you can't, you can't teach in school. Mm-hmm. So you have to work on your strengths. And that's, and that's really what it is. I think a lot of people get frustrated that they don't go into a job and make six figures right off the bat. It's just, it's not, it's not realistic in today's day and age to be able to do that. Um, unless you know, like contracting work or something like that, but um, for me that was a hard pill to swallow. You know, you're thinking like I'm I'm awesome. Like, why would you not? You know, I should be. A, I could run this company. You know, like that's. But like, it's not. It's not. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. And then you know, you have to kind of throttle back a little bit. And one, you have a lot to learn. Every every different, but every business I've worked with has been has operated differently in the sense of you know the the inner workings of it, the, the framework. Um, so there's a lot of learning in that, but I tell people that all the time is as long as you get your foot in the door and you have all those traits that you learn in the military, um, you know, even just simple discipline. Um, that 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 can take you a lot farther than 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 you would think.
2: Yeah. So that's a good segue. Then, how did you get your foot in the door at Grunt Style?
0: So me getting into Grunstyle, it was a long time coming. I was a fan of Grunstyle, even you know when, when when they launched, I was I was being med boarded at the time. Um, you know, I bought a couple shirts. I just thought it was really cool that you know these guys are like you know doing doing what they're doing. Um, I had no idea like the business model or uh, really like the you know the pride, in, pride, in the military, pride in self, pride in country. I, I didn't know any of that. It was just these were cool shirts that you know I I related to essentially. So. Um, Okay. Always been a fan ever since, ever since the launch. Um, and then, uh, I, you know, I went through a slew of different jobs. I got into veteran nonprofits for a little bit, uh, where I was looking for, um, ambassadorships or partnerships. So with that kind of gave me a little bit more intimate in, insight to what Ground was. I had moved back to Chicago from Camp Pendleton, uh, with, uh, with my wife at the time. Um, we were donating a mortgage-free house. I had a lot of time. I had a lot of freedom and sense of trying to figure out what I was doing. Um, I became a Grown Style ambassador. I competed in uh, bodybuilding for a while. So I had a relationship with Grown Style through that. Um, turns out they had a opening as a research and development assistant. So it was literally like an office assistant job working for research and development. So. Me, no, of course, I don't know anything about research and development, but I know I can learn, you know, and I'm good at taking direction, you know, and I, and you know, it's Grunstyle, so it really can't be that bad. Um, and so I got in with that. Um, one thing led to another. We last year developed all the sub brands of Grunstyle motorsports, fitness, all these sub entities within Grunstyle, um, and that's when. I was able to leverage the social media and marketing capabilities that I had learned through all these other different ventures, whether it be through being a VSO or nonprofits or even a public figure page that I had for myself when I was bodybuilding. I had already learned all these like small skills, and then I also had you know work ethic, things like that. I brought that in um, and when we launched those new brands, I took over the Grumstyle Motorsports page. And I mean, I I just went to work. I mean, that was that was my baby. So I just focused all my efforts on that and I mean the growth rate for it was astronomical. And so one page led to two pages, led to three pages, led to me learning, you know, bigger aspects of, of marketing, not just front end operations, social media like you see as a user, but the back end stuff, the um, you know the the marketing ads and um Email campaigns and all these different things. And I I was just a sponge, just soaking all of it up. Um, and you know, here I am today. And, uh, I do America Bourbon, for example. We, you know, I've been, uh, the marketing uh, director essentially for, for that brand. We just launched in August of last year. We already have 25,000 followers on social media. We have uh, contracts with Walmart, Kroger. Um, we're in 11 states with Southern Glazer as our distributor, largest distributor in the country. This is all in a span of eight months. So Crazy. through all these other things that I've learned, you know, and you know, I do that for multiple entities, but it's 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 been kind of that's how I got in with Grum style was just taking all these like small details and like I said, you go and work ethic, work ethic, and you can learn all these different skills, and not just just not being stagnant. And then you know, you're 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 you can only grow from there. But uh that's what it was was uh still through the veteran community, you know, as a VSO and doing nonprofit work, um, was my segue in just as an ambassador, you know, helping um the sales effort in that way and uh custom sales projects for like I said, for like nonprofits, making shirts for them. Um and then just rolled the dice, took took a job that I knew nothing about, got the job and uh just ran with it from there. So,
2: perfect. Sometimes that's the that's the best way when you know you wind up at a place that you never intended necessarily to go, and it's just it's where life leads you. And those are the perfect. I, well,
0: way. and I think a lot. Of, uh, yeah, a lot of people get hung up on like I have a direction I want to go. This is my asthma. I got to walk this way. But at the, realistically, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, how many people you talk to? There's they. They they end up in somewhere in a in a job in a state anything where even relationships where they had no idea like I don't even know how I got here yeah. you know uh, so many people have college degrees that you know they have a degree in you know pathology <laughs> but then like they're doing like you know I don't know construction work or something like that it's just it's crazy how um, you think you know what you want but at the end of the day you're gonna I mean it's, you're, you're gonna, just gonna end up somewhere exactly. Yeah.
2: And especially when you're making those decisions at a point in your life, you know, and you don't realize thirty years later, like thirty years seems like it's never going to happen. But right, exactly. I, I don't know many people my age who are working in the career path that they studied or planned. Right, right. So, right. Unless, unless you're
0: something like like, a, like maybe even a, like a lawyer or something like that. But even even well, in situations too, like that, what like, kind of lawyer are you? Yeah. Like, oh, I wanted to be a divorce yeah. lawyer. Now I'm now I'm like a construction lawyer. Like yeah. even even things like that. You have. It's it's different it's crazy areas. how we just kind of end up where we're going to end up, and you kind of just go with the flow. And you know, you can you can take a lot of stress off yourself if you just accept that. Just go you with know? it.
2: Yep. Exactly. I know. I have a my first degree was in equestrian science, right? And now I'm co-founder of American Snippets, so, <laughs> like, so it's it's a different path, right? Horses to this, but I tie it all in somehow. So it is interesting, and I love hearing other people's stories on how they you know, wind through their life. It's awesome. If you if you look ahead maybe ten years, if you had a guess today, what you'd be doing in ten years, what do you think it would be?
0: Yeah, no, it's always it's all about staying busy. You never want to go, like I said, the being being stagnant. That was one thing for me also getting out. You know, I'm thinking the time twenty six, I'm like, okay, I'm 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 gonna be medically retired. I'm I'm gonna have, you know, a little bit of, you know, financial leeway. I'm gonna take some time to myself, you know. I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to hang out, play Call of Duty, you know, whatever. Uh, that lasted like a week and I was just absolutely losing my mind. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people, they get caught up in that in the sense of they, they, they're okay with being stagnant. But I mean, there's no way to grow when you do that. Um, it's, 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 it's a trap. So, um, as long as you stay active, like I say, you try new things, get out, put yourself out there too is another thing. I mean, and there's, Every, everything that can be deemed you know worth it in a sense there's just some inherent risk to it you know yep. so you, you're not going to know that until 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 you do it exactly
2: yep so here at American Snippets we have our own idea of what the American dream is to us I, a lot of people brush it off as a cliche or say it's dead but to us it's what drove us both to be where we are today and what what is moving us forward, and we value it, and we value everything that has gone into it and all the potential it holds. So we're always curious to know from our guests we feature what the American dream means to them.
0: Um, the American dream to me uh, is one in, in endurance. So enduring uh, anything comes your way. Again, you, know, you don't just you know throw up your hands and give up when you're when you're tossed a, a curveball. Um, um, success, and I think everybody has like their own idea of what success really is. Um, but, you know, pretty much you know, doing, doing, doing what's something that's fulfilling to you. Um, you know, whether that be of monetary value or family or friends. Um, but also like even giving back to the community where you feel like you're contributing to society in some capacity. To me, I feel like that's what the American dream is. But, uh, like I said, along with that, uh being resilient um and uh, adapting to any situation and and just learning i mean a lot of a lot of people you know they're not they're comfortable in not learning and and feel like that's one disservice you can do yourself is uh develop those life experiences so you know down the road when you're eighty years old or you know however old, hopefully older than that but um you can say you know you know i did I did everything I wanted to do um and I and I and I and I feel good about it. To me, like that's 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 the American dream. And that you know, again, getting back to the the what if or what if I did this, what if I did that? It's just have, having that uh, having that acceptance of you know things aren't always going to be easy. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if I can go home and say uh, you know I believe in what I'm doing, it's fulfilling. And uh, you know, meeting meeting all those primal needs that we all have, I feel like essentially that's the American dream. But it looks different to every single person. But that's what makes America great.
2: <laughs> it is. Perfect. Well said. Um, one more question before we start letting you go. Know. Uh, if you could call anybody up today and have them come to you or you go to them, you spend a day with them, somebody living still, who you haven't met, who would that be? Any one person in the whole world.
0: Who I haven't met who before. I've
2: not met before.
0: Oh man. That's a tough question that I I have put zero thought into. Um,
2: (laughs) That's all right. It's like for I don't care if it's big, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Whatever pops into your head.
0: Uh, uh, maybe somebody like uh, Morgan Freeman. I don't know.
2: Perfect. I, love, I I, I asked this question to, to everyone and it always puts everyone on the spot. One person turned on like, well, who would you meet? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bought them some time, right? But I love the question. Yeah. I think it's very telling. And, uh, and I think it gives people the chance to think for themselves too, so, you know, it puts thoughts into their head. Um, right. Morgan, Morgan Freeman, he's pretty cool. I, I don't
0: know. I just see, I just see him as being very intellectual and I it's enjoy fun. having intellectual conversations with people. So I don't
2: know. He's as good a pick as any.
0: Yeah, exactly. My my future wife, maybe that would be a good
2: one. (laughs) Oh, so (laughs) single, everyone. All right, (laughs) you know I'm a writer, right? I met my fiance Uh online, match. So if you if you need help writing that profile, I'll send you. Yeah,
0: we'll say Morgan Morgan (laughs) Morgan Freeman as my celebrity person (laughs) I want to meet, and then future (laughs) wife as my just everyday person.
2: All right, what are you looking for in the future? I happen to know a bunch of single women, by the way.
0: <laughs> another much more complicated uh, <laughs> question.
2: All right, all right, all right. I'll let you. I won't push that. Much. But I am gonna. I am gonna share your story with a lot more people now. Uh, okay. You know, thank us, you. Cool. The, the uh, world. We're pretty. We're pretty awesome in our own right. Um, I,
0: I, I don't doubt it at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, on that note, we are just going to thank you one more time for taking the time out of your schedule. I know you all have insane schedules there. You're busy and you're just a huge corporation, so we appreciate you uh taking the time to be a part of American Snippets and now we got you. So, uh you know, we'll keep updating how how you all roll and new events as our community is growing now too. So, it's fun to to grow along the way and to find someone. We love you guys cuz we were like when we came across Star, we were like, "Oh my god, like, their mission is in complete alignment with ours. So um, mm-hmm. it's, it's cool for us. It's validation because maybe people in our world were like, seriously, people are going to like follow patriotism. We're like, yes, they yeah. are. I, absolutely. <laughs> um, absolutely. And this is why. And so right. um, you know, we were excited to find you all too. Thank you for your service, first of all, too. Uh, and thank oh, you thank for you. sharing that with us because it is, Really important. And I love that you shared that message that I'm able to send on to the Gold Star community. It does make a difference, whether you um, believe that or have ever thought of it or not. Just hearing I, it reinforced is huge for us. So thank you.
0: Well, it's, it's helpful for us too. The Gold Star community is definitely... For, for me and the uh, experiences I've had with Gold Star parents, spouses, um, I mean, it's... It's helpful for us too. I think everybody can benefit from it. But uh, thank you. Thank
1: you for the opportunity and having me.
0: And thank you for what you guys are doing.
2: All right, perfect. Thanks again.
1: All right, everyone. That wraps up another show. Hope you enjoyed this episode of American Sippets. Want to thank Chuck Ray for being on the show. Really appreciate him taking the time out of his busy schedule to share his story with us. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, you got some value out of it. uh, Let us know what you think. Uh, Share this on social media. Make sure you tag us at American Sippets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. Again, let us know what you thought. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews go a long way. Definitely help us get... Uh, found in iTunes and across the other podcast apps helps other people discover the amazing stories and people that we feature here. So, you know, do us a solid subscribe, leave us a review. And don't forget to visit our website to see the full story on Chuck Ray, the video, um, and read the full featured article that Barb puts together. You can do that at americansippets.com forward slash zero four seven. And don't forget to join the movement. And connect with us on Facebook as well. We publish daily inspirational content throughout the day uh, on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash American Snippets. Again, we are looking to spread our message of positivity, possibility, and patriotism across this country. So please support us in this mission by subscribing on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review. Tell a friend what we're doing here. The more subscribers, listeners, and reviews you get, the more exposure we can provide for our stories and the guests that we have here. Finally, don't just be inspired or entertained by our guests. Let their stories ignite you into action in your own life. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you truly are. We'll see you next time.